we're secretly at the beach right now. Yeah. This secretly. is a lie. Um, so we're not really here. It's all in your imagination. Is Just like this, Neverland. This mm-hmm. While we're at yeah. the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. As um, you can see, producers here. I am. Welcome. They, f- they finally gave me a break from, uh, you know, working behind the computer. Oh. You know, editing, all the editing and producing. <laughs> and so they're finally letting me uh, come on mic for a little while. It's really hard work. We didn't invite you to start talking yet, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> what am I even doing here? <laughs> um, well... This is Herstory on the box <laughs> with Katie <laughs> and Allie. And producer. Woo! And producer. Wait, and this can I talk now? Is it? No. Oh, My God, Jake, shut <laughs> up. You're messing up the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Uh, this is a podcast where we normally talk about famous women from history. We talk about good women and bad <laughs> women and fictional women and non-fictional women from all times and places, even Neverland. Mm-hmm. Because women have nuance. I forgot my next line. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're on vacation brain. I know. <laughs> you're I already know. at next Thursday. Uh, but don't forget, we're not historians. No. No. Um, but we Terrible. have seen this movie in particular probably a dozen times each. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we've seen also the behind the Disney scenes about 20 times each. Out of, the, so out of the vault. Good. It's out of the vault. <laughs> out of the vault. Platinum edition. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess now we have to introduce our guest. This if is you want to know, this is producer. Hi, everybody. Fresh <laughs> off of a hard day at work. Yeah, he had to push back the recording. So I Rude. decided to greet him with a rainbow sherbet cocktail. Right. <laughs> sure. it is, it's something. Exactly well, what you wanted. Well, you're not supposed to have tasted it yet. I haven't tasted oh, okay. it. I'm just looking at it. It looks like something. Well, it would have been nicer if you had been here on time. Right. Uh, it wouldn't have been it melted. It wouldn't have been less melted. melted? Yeah, okay. This looks like the um, punch you get at a baby shower right now. Church punch? Yeah, but if like you're having a boy. That was exactly my goal. Oh. I for for Peter Pan, church like punch. Church punch. I stole your favorite Because it's a Christian story. Yep. Um, so. <laughs> sure is. Um, but you're busy. Busy. You're super busy. Um, you're on vacation too. You're swatting flies away from your face at the beach. You're reapplying the suntan lotion. Your hands are greasy, so greasy. Um, so you can take out your phone and look up what these characters look like. So we're gonna describe them for you. We're gonna get a little physical, physical. All right. How greasy do you think the listeners' <laughs> hands are? Let me tell you. I put I, I put a good. SPF 30 on my face every single day and my hands are so greasy. It's really upsetting. Yeah. But at least I'm doing it because I used to never use sun, suntan lotion. Right. Which is really bad for you. And I've gotten so, I've gotten sun poisoning so many times. Okay. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Keep going to the doctor. So. Please. <laughs> okay. Wait. So we're doing physical. We're going to describe some of the female characters from the movie. Yes. So we're going to let producer have first pick because we did not Ooh, prep him for this. Who you want? So you can pick Tinkerbell, Mary and Wendy Darling, Tiger Lily, or the Mermaids. Ooh. Um, I guess I'll go with, with mermaids. Okay. Nice. Cause I really don't want to take on the responsibility of Tinkerbell. <laughs> it seems like too much. <laughs> okay. Who, go ahead. Do you want to start or you want to listen to one of us so you can get your life together? <laughs> one of you guys. I'll, I'll go in the middle. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump right off the bat and describe Tiger Lily. Okay. I knew you would pick Tiger Lily. <laughs> I wanted to be Tiger Lily so bad when I was a kid. I used to do the little dance yeah. that she does. It's hot. It's hot. I know. Hot, hot, hot. hot. Hotty, hot. Uh, <laughs> She's like nine. What's wrong with you two? 
Well, when I was nine, she was my equal. So um, <laughs> I love. Okay, so she is a young Native American woman, First Nation, Neverlandian. First Nation, <laughs> Neverlandian. Except he says this is the Blackfoot tribe from around the Algonquin. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's our neighborhood. That's our neck of the woods. What? I was like, I don't know where the fuck you guys are, but it is nowhere real, obviously. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, she is a young native woman. She has black hair that's twisted down into braids. She has a headpiece. She has kind of a long traditional dress with braids and these just cute blue moccasin boots that yeah. I just I love so much. Uh, and that's what she looks Yeah. Like. It looks like the top has like traditional beading too. Yeah. Like the top of her outfit. I say traditional. I'm traditional in the eyes of, uh, Disney 19, animators. 1950s <laughs> Disney animators. Racist Disney animators. I told you that she had blue boots on. What? Really? Oh, yes. Come on. I wrote it down in my notes. Tiger Lily's boots are perfect. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> not, not blue, just perfect. <laughs> okay. Jake, give a producer. Give yeah. us, um... Who'd you pick again? Uh, the mermaids. Oh, the mermaids. Yeah. The least important characters they, in the well, movie. They, I mean, they look but like... But the most effective. They look like mermaids. So yeah. <laughs> for everybody out there, if you've seen a mermaid before, that is pretty much what they... So, all right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we've got the, the, the fish half on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Where it's kind of green. And the human half on the top mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, with either uh, starfish over their boobs uh -huh. or maybe their hair is coming down. Some mm -hmm. kind of coverage. Kind of like the uh, centaur boots. women in Fantasia. Oh, very similar tops. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing some of the same animators. Yeah, probably. yeah, you're guessing right. And some of them have hats on. I like the girl who has her hair in a ponytail and has like the hair tie with like the little kind of crowny kind of thing. I like on the it. girl with her hair down and the bead thing mm. that like wraps mm -hmm. around. Like wow, I was just gonna get into detailed <laughs> description of their headdresses, but uh, that's fine. Steal my thunder. That's okay. Okay. Who do you want me to do? Tinkerbell or the Darlings? Because we have to do I mean, both okay. of them. Do the Darlings. Okay. And then you'll Wendy's do. Wendy's hair is outrageous. Okay. And, and then, then I'll then do, you'll Tinkerbell. do Tinkerbell. Okay. So Wendy is a young girl in her preteens. She's the same vocal voice as Alice. Mm -hmm. She's wearing a light blue nightgown and never changes, which I love because in like modern day Disney movies, they would have like a hot moment. Like where, <laughs> <laughs> where Peter Pan is like whoa <laughs> she's cute and she'd be in a new outfit you know what i'm talking about yeah okay it's light blue it's empire waist she has auburn brown hair that hangs in like shoulder length ringlets but the top is pulled back and there's a massive bow I've, I've always thought it was like a ponytail it's like a ringlet ponytail it's weird it's like almost like it's bob it's like half a path down and then the bottom is bobby pinned underneath yeah it's and very then the weird ringlets. well that was the style at that time was it <laughs> <laughs> you did research on the hair uh -huh. and <laughs> mary darling the only above age woman in the movie is in a light pink dress with a deep purple border at the bottom her dress is belted at the waist in like dark purple and her hair is in an updo and she has like a big gold necklace with mm -hmm. a really large pendant and she is stunning she we can say without being creepy that she is hot 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like and elegant way hot. out of mr, mr. Darling's, darling's league, league. <laughs> also i do want to say too 
that I love that she mentions while her and Wendy are like, oh, mother, you look amazing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I know, I just got it back from the tailors. Like, you wouldn't have even known it was my old dress. Right. So also, we know she's frugal. She is frugal. And I also wrote down that moment because... Wendy loves her mom so much. Your mother. <laughs> I also wrote down that that song is the most boring song in Disney history. <laughs> so I heard someone describe it. They're like, it's a worse version, worst version of Baby Mine from Dumbo. Yep. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. It is. Jake, do you think? <laughs> was this the, the first song that they played? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. You watched this it today. <laughs> this is the one in the cave with the lost boys where she's singing to them when they don't remember oh, their yeah, moms, yeah, okay. which is like tragic. Which I also wrote, so, I had a white rat. <laughs> <laughs> that poor boy. Oh my God. I wrote, this is the sad untold story <laughs> of the lost boys. No moms. <laughs> tragic. Okay. okay. Rats are good so, picks. Tell Tinkerbell. tell Tink. Tinkerbell is a pixie. Uh, she is very, very tiny. She has a green strapless dress on with jag jagged mini uh, dress cuts. <laughs> cut out. Mini dress cuts. J- uh, she has blonde hair with bangs and a bu- and a bun. Uh, she has bright blue eyes. She has a real nasty look on her face. She has ballet slippers with big white poofs. She has wings. And she turns red if she gets really mad. Uh-huh. And she thinks that her hips are too big, but I think she's perfect. Yeah. And she was mar- modeled after Marilyn Monroe in some of her scenes. Yeah. And she looks like a present day Kardashian. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Okay. All right. So tell me what we're drinking. You made okay, history. I, I did. Made the name. Did you name it? <laughs> I'm a codfish. <laughs> I'm a what you named it? No, I named it Finding Neverland oh. after the obvious uh, Johnny Depp movie that came afterwards. Um, but this is pineapple juice, blue curacao vodka. You pour that over rainbow sherbet and then you top it off with champagne. So cheers to everyone. I'm not even going to take yeah. the touch. Just cheers. like you would in church. Mm-hmm. Mm. You did forget the part where you're supposed to leave it in the fridge for a while <laughs> while you're I'm waiting sorry, let for it somebody sit. to show up. Let it sit. <laughs> this drink needs to marinate. <laughs> That's good. I mm. like it. It isn't is. It fun? It's good. Yeah. Isn't it fine? <laughs> no, is it fun? Oh, I thought you said, isn't it fine? I also like the odd colors that come out of it when it really starts to melt. Well, it looks like the map if you're looking down at Neverland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still pre-brown. All right. So what? <laughs> When all those colors come together, <laughs> like eventually that's just going to be brown. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get started. Why is mine smaller than everybody uh, else's? Because we, you were late, so we gave we you the small punished one. punished you. <sighs> so this is a 1953 Disney film, mm-hmm. 18th a- animated mm-hmm. feature. It's one hour and 21 minutes. Now, if you get it on Disney+, Plus, it starts with the disclaimer that they put in front of all of their old movies. I won't read it word for word because we read it word for word on here before, but it's pretty much like there are a lot of racist parts in this movie. Mm -hmm. We don't want to get rid of it because we want to understand our past, but we also want to acknowledge that we did not respect these cultures. Yeah. So good on them. Good on them. It's rated G for contains tobacco depictions. (laughs) True. True. That does happen. And Many times, actually. Oh my gosh, Hook is. Do you like that? He has like a double cigar oh, holder. Yeah. I didn't take a, a lot of notes for this, but that was one of them. But <laughs> I love his double cigar holder. It's toy. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
And the uh, tribe. The tribe yes, is. The peace pipe. They are smoking a peace pipe the yeah, whole it time. It makes John straight up green. Yeah, but Michael, Wendy, like, puts, pushes yeah. it away from his mouth. <laughs> she, like, swats him. That's bad. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. All right. So the movie begins with a narrator. It says, all this has happened before and it will happen again, but this time it happened in London. So did Peter Pan steal all those other children? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because they the also have yes. very different accents. So you know he's also going all over the world. Because oh I, like you said, this time it's in London. Excellent So point. you know that he's been going around town. Um, I also want to back up a second. Does everybody love that the credits were before? I miss that in Disney movies, actually. Yeah. Because... When they're flipping through a book. <laughs> <laughs> And on the I pages. just I kind of like a slow walk into the movie mm. and I like that it's like the musical score um because I just like it so when anyways, do we think is the last one that they did that I had that exact question Jungle I Book? don't know <laughs> ladies and they did it in Lady and the Tramp yeah uh-huh. Black Cauldron you're the Black Cauldron fan producer <laughs> no, no, that's I don't even your know favorite what you're talking about <laughs> what is the Black Cauldron it's Disney's like dark secret yeah that we know is your favorite movie. it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like so Mount secretive that I don't even know <laughs> that it's no. my favorite movie that's how big a I secret I really thought it you is. liked it is it that the one with Merlin no that's no, Sword, Sword in the, the Stone. Stone you psychopath what's wrong with you <laughs> right Arthur that's fun right. fact about that movie I threw it in our family's pool <laughs> The VHS? I, yes. yes. I ruined it because I knew it was Jake's favorite movie. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Threw it in the pool. That's I feel wild. like Billy Kirsch was there. Wait, deep end or shallow end? Deep. Oh, where I was afraid <laughs> to go. Does it matter? <laughs> Just wanted to know. I That's was trying right, to get a folks, visual. My parents' pool had ends. <laughs> <laughs> Went from three feet to four feet. <laughs> this is a Okay. It's sinking. So okay. we're at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Darling's house. What's everybody's takeaway from the dog, the relationship between the parents, between the parents and the kids? What is this? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this. Okay. Number one, obviously they're very wealthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely like a banker. He's definitely like a Mr. Banks from Mary Poppins. Can I was about to say, is that? he the guy from Mary Poppins? He's Mr. Banks. Okay. Um, I will say the kids definitely love their mom. I think they love their dad too, but I think he's kind of lost his sense of fun because he's the one that Peter Pan visited. Let's all be clear about that too. Because he says that at the end. He he's like, I think end. I recognize that boat. <laughs> Ship. <laughs> right? I think I've seen it once before. <laughs> um, so love that. Love that the kids love each other. Mm-hmm. We'll never understand why they're all in a nursery. And it's like a big deal that Wendy has to go to her own room. What is the age we have to leave the nursery in this time in history? Is it I preteen? Don't... 10? No. 13? I would, assume, I would that... assume it's in the 11 to 12 range. Okay. That's what I would think, too. Um, and, okay, I also love Nana the dog. And I love that she's, like, so disgusted by the fact that she almost put ABC in the wrong order. I know. On top of the She's box. bringing them penicillin. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Those were vitamins. Oh. They it's, were... it's like the same thing that Mary Poppins was giving. Oh, it's like just like a sugar? general, you know, vitamin before you go to bed. So melatonin. But they didn't have it in like pill form, so you had to take it in. Okay. And it also had cocaine in it. (laughs) (laughs) Good part of the story. I didn't know that. I love that like he's so angry at how his children are acting, but like he left Wendy and the dog to raise his children. Right. Like they're in charge of the kids. If I had that dog, I'd let her raise my children. Yeah. That's true. That was a good dog. I always loved how it put its ears up. She put her ears up and I'm like, Mm -hmm. 
just like pressed the tray over onto the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a lot of like sensory memories about this movie. Yeah. Like I just like I always felt like I could like feel the tonic going on her paw. I also know? feel the it's fact so that thick. it's so thick. <laughs> it's so thick. That chalk would not have come off. Oh, of his absolutely. Shirt. I not. need to say also, that. Also, I will say too, he has every right to be so angry. Like he's trying to get dressed and like they put chalk on his they stole his whatever the hell that was his dicky and he they buried his shirt front. His shirt front. <laughs> Ew, is that they, a word? Yeah. They <laughs> Jake has 12. They oh, buried... Oh, fancy man. <laughs> buried his cuff Does it go up like this? <laughs> <laughs> I release I, it, yes. I wish I had that film. <laughs> you release it. <laughs> release it from the cummerbund. No! <laughs> um, I also love that he's so stressed about this party. Yeah. If we can't go to the party, then <laughs> I'll lose my job. He, I mean, he's making, I mean, we're presuming at this time that Mary Darling does not have a job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Definitely. Okay. I, I gotta say, I, again, did not take a lot of notes for this and they all came in like the first 10 minutes of the movie because mm-hmm. I'm kind of lazy, but One of them was that I have never related to Mr. Darling more in my life than watching it at this age. Yeah. I I was watching. I was like, he is completely justified in everything that's (laughs) happening in the beginning of this movie. I was thinking I hate him. Oh, I I love it. I was somewhere in between where I was like, I understand why he's mad, but also he's taking it out on the dog. And I don't agree with that because Nana's just trying to be a good Nana. She's (laughs) smarter than the average dog. Yeah. Let's be clear on that. But I did find a lot more sympathy where I was like, this man is trying to get dressed for an important business dinner and the kids are ruining his life. <laughs> and everybody's ready. just like, oh, don't worry about it. Just oh, like, Nana. It's no big deal. Goodbye, Nana. <laughs> That's my favorite line in the movie. Okay, but like, honestly, though, she's too good for him. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Darling. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, well, you didn't see him when he was at university. That- <laughs> It's I, Oxford. Days. I did not <laughs> at the lampoon. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah. University. He fell off a horse just like King yeah. Henry VIII, exactly. and now he went crazy. When he fell off the horse, insane. he had to go to hospital. <laughs> to hospital. <laughs> Are you speaking um, another language? I also <laughs> I can't understand you. Do we think? Okay, Wendy is obviously at a precipice right now. Yeah, because her parents have just told her that she has to leave the nursery, which she's very upset with. But I think like. It's about damn time. That girl should have had a room of her own from day one. Well, so before we go too much further, do you feel like this was the first time they told her that? Or do you think no. this is a threat that's been made before? This is a threat that's been made before. This is an empty threat. Mm-hmm. I think it's been looming because she knew exactly what it meant. Or you think each time could be the, the last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and this I, threat's been made before, but it might be. It yeah. might follow through. And I think that she was like, oh, shit, this is the final time. I actually am. Like, dad's and really mad. I don't think that she was ready to go. And again, we'll get to this at the end. But, like, it's interesting because, like, Wendy does go on her own journey of, like, realizing she's actually not really a kid throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But I want to put that in everybody's mind. I don't think Wendy's ready to leave the nursery now, but I think she is ready to leave the nursery by the end of this movie. Well, when her mom's she's hot for Peter. <laughs> she is hot for Peter. <laughs> but when her mom's... So is this just her coming of age movie? Is yes! That- <laughs> this is Wendy's coming of age movie and then she turns into Maggie Smith. Yeah. Uh, that oh, first bad whoa. boyfriend. Uh, but I mean, I mean, she turns into Julia Roberts. No, that's Tinkerbell. Damn it. And then she turns into Maggie Smith. Okay. But 
I, the boy shadow thing really bugs me. Why? If I'm about to leave my three kids mm -hmm. home alone, presumably with only a dog, yes. and she says that, and then Mary, they're walking out of the house, and Mary says it to Mr. Darling, and he is so condescending. Yeah, he is. About somebody about to break into his children who are home alone. Yeah. They're that, talking about a man breaking into their house. And like that <laughs> Wendy has seen before. Yeah. And like currently owns his shadow. Now, do we think that this reaction also would have been different if it was her that had been experiencing Peter when she was a child? Because I think he did and he forgot. Mm. You know I what I'm saying? I think she would have forgot also. You think so? That's the way it works. No, but Wendy doesn't forget when she's an adult and Peter Pan 2 returned to Neverland. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, <laughs> we, didn't it's, we didn't watch that movie. Not last night. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, are we talking about a cartoon version? Yeah. Yes. There's a, there's a Peter yes. Pan 2? It's happening during the war. Her daughter's running around outside she in like bomb awful, shelters. Awful haircut. Yeah. She nope. has like puppy dog ears. Wendy's daughter outside. Okay. Out and about. I believe you guys. So, all right. So, anyways... Peter comes. He has to. He has to have his shadow sewn on, and he's su a super dick, right from the get go. Yeah, girls talk too much. Like, can we get on get with on it with already? Get on with the girl. My gosh, um, he's being a dick to Tinkerbell, who's like his only friend. Yes, and also calls her a fairy. So this is canonically a problem because mm -hmm. she's a pixie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I also think it's so annoying that he's like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with you guys that you can't fly? He goes, all you have to do is think of something nice. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it's not working. He's like, oh, that's right. I forgot magic. It's like, are you fucking kidding well, me? Well, they ask like, him, how do you it? do it? And he goes, I've never thought of that before. Yeah. Never thought about it. It sounds to me like you guys are insensitive to other cultures. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out to there. To Peter's culture? I feel like he comes from a world where that's very normal. But he's obviously taught multiple other boys how to fly. I don't yeah, know, though. Yeah, but you he's forget the only one every time when you go to Neverland. I don't know, though. Oh, I guess, yeah, whenever they go to Neverland, yeah. Well, actually, but I don't know because I think this is the first time he's taken multiple children. I think Well, because he, he was trying to leave one, with just Wendy. I think he usually takes just one. And that's why he's never had to teach anyone because he's like, oh, I just carry them. Oh, interesting. That's my theory. Three kids plus a teddy. Mm -hmm. And you know, Nana was originally supposed to go with them to Neverland. But that little rope holds her back and her mm -hmm. butt flies up. That's so cute. It is very <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, but they did, like in the original story, Nana goes, right? In the book? I, I don't, don't know. Not I don't think book, she goes But in the, book. the original screenplay of the Walt Disney movie, they, were gonna, they, they have storyboards uh, of Nana going to uh, Neverland, but that didn't fall through that didn't turn out um which i think was the right decision the dog would have been too much in in, in neverland um also excellent <laughs> artistry the the butt in the keyhole her hips getting stuck in the keyhole are the is the funniest thing with the thread and needle uh -huh. like bouncing around the drawer that's hysterical i the art in this movie is so good it's so good and the colors are so vivid and lush and it's like just enough Mary Blair that like you're like mm, that's really nice and like interesting to look at like all of the Neverland stuff um it's just so good so we have our first song they're flying around the room they go to Neverland second star on the right straight on till morning land on Big Ben land on Big Ben <laughs> and they're flying the directions clearly not Ben no Roethlisberger sense, but like the actual yes. building. <laughs> And then we get to Neverland. Beautiful. Gorgeous. It looks like a map from above. Mm -hmm. 
And now... It's a Wendy bird! <laughs> <laughs> this transition has always been interesting because they, like, land on a cloud... And then, but we meet the pirates first in yes. Neverland. And Smee is delightful. He's my favorite character. <laughs> it's why he's a good guy now in Jake and the Neverland Pirates, like on really? the Disney Channel. Interesting. Yeah, he was. He's too good for Captain Hook. But he's he reminds me of LeFou being with Gaston. Yeah, he reminds me of LeFou, but I think he is a little more kind-hearted than LeFou. LeFou okay. is like a little evil. I think that comparison comes mostly from animation. I think they're, okay, because they're, they're like short and heavy. Very okay, yeah. fair, fair, fair. That's true, and also they play similar roles to the bad guy. Yeah. So their relation and their animation, but <laughs> that sounded pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a Dalmatian plantation. <laughs> we'll have a Dalmatian plantation. Our population can roam. I would love for someone to count how many times I sing that song on, on this, podcast, this podcast because it's a lot. Every time we bring up any movie. <laughs> Uh, which also, I was a little upset because I changed my icon on Disney Plus. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. What? I'm our, Minnie our and children he's have done it a lot. It's um, really cute. I wanted it to be Pongo or Perdita, but they only had Spot or Lucky. I was oh. kind of disappointed. Only so, Lucky. Only Lucky. That's the worst pop. So I picked the parrot from Three Caballeros. <laughs> good. Isn't that great? That's well, a good. I do love the Three Caballeros. It's Unlike really Black Cauldron. <laughs> I heard. I heard it's your second favorite Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. To Black Cauldron herself. Yeah. It's not even a close um, second. But no, Black but Cauldron is number okay. one by a far. Couple things. Okay. okay. Captain Hook shoots a guy in the middle of singing a song. Rude. Super rude. And they're also like ready to mutiny. Yeah. They hate him. I'm done with him. Never caught on to that when I was a kid. That like. Those pirates are really pissed at him. Mm. <laughs> they want nothing to do with this. Because I didn't really realize that, like, they've been caught there for a long time. Like, there's, this is supposed to be one piece of their travels. So- <laughs> <laughs> the producer just pulled out a what? surprise beer. Are we going to have to send you to the fridge in a minute for uh, more? Probably, uh, yeah. I brought an ice bucket. Because but... it's hot as hell. Um, okay, but no. I Yeah, they have been stuck there since he lost his hand, which mm-hmm. we can presume has been a pretty long time. Because Peter's not aging, but he seems... <laughs> that was right in the mic. I hope so. Right in your <laughs> face. Right <laughs> um, he seems pretty like apt at using this prosthetic hook. Yeah, he's really good with it now. He's I mean, he's got it. jewelry for it. And he has multiple he puts of them. a ring he, like, on it. He, like, twists them off and twists them back on, which, furthermore, is there, like, a nut bolt situation <laughs> in his wrist? <laughs> hmm. we t- De- I Define. Are we talking nut bolts? Define nut bolt situation. <laughs> I was just curious. How's he, why is he screwing it? I imagine there's, like, kind of a, a metal thing at the end. That has, uh, you know, the receiving end of a screw. <laughs> this is not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's going mm. on. Good. But yeah, he does change it out. Yeah. I like the gold one. The gold, <laughs> the gold one is for fancy ring. Fancy, fancy pan. Yeah. Um, but yes, Captain Hook is a very nice wardrobe. I love that. I love the detail that he's voiced by the same, uh, same actor as the dad. Because apparently that's a big thing in the stage play, too. Mm. The same person that plays Mr. Darcy plays Mr. Darcy. Darling. Mr. Darling plays Captain Hook. And the same actor that plays Nana plays the crocodile. 
Stop. That's yeah. not a noise. What are they doing? What's they? What are moving no, around? No, no, no. On the sta- stage play. <laughs> stage play. Stage play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe also. God dial. <laughs> it could, could have been in the Disney version no. as well, but. Uh, and then here on this ship is where we get probably the best scene in the whole fucking movie. The where, sh- where he shaves Mr. the bird. Mr. Smee. Shaves the ass of a seagull? <laughs> is that where we're going? Yes. And the seagull's going, mine? 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 <laughs> oh, wait. That's another movie. That's Pixar. <laughs> so Don't sully. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I think that this... This scene is so unnecessary. You could pull it out of the movie and nothing would change about the movie. But mm-hmm. when you believe it in, it makes you just love Mr. Smee. Because it's the way they animated it and the way the voice goes, he believes it 100%. I've never seen such commitment from an animation voice perspective. It's so good. Well, and to make, I mean, to animate a bird's ass and, and tail <laughs> to look shaved. exactly like a chin and nose was just it was beautiful it's a masterpiece yeah. it really is it's a masterpiece <laughs> i also just love the point where like he then ruins everything also can we mention that he's wearing birkenstock sandals mr <laughs> yes mr smee <laughs> and and a crop top and a crop top <laughs> only he's very in fashion i was like i was watching this movie i was like should i be mr smee for halloween mm-hmm. I think yes. I think yes as well. Um, but yeah, so anyways, but yeah, I love the part too where he like tumbles him over and then he sees his head and he goes, I found your head, Captain. <laughs> and he's trying to like, <laughs> shove it off of his body. Yeah. I was laughing aloud more in this movie than I expected to. It, well, it, it's good. It's it was good a good movie. like whimsical mm-hmm. scene amongst, you know, some... I, yeah, as heavy as this movie gets, like it doesn't get heavy, but like, yeah, that was a good like. Just to your point, it was just a gift for yeah. the viewers, right? That just didn't, a gift. Didn't lead into anything in the story. It was just like literally nothing. Have fun for a couple minutes. <laughs> I th- I have to imagine that the animators just love Smee. Right, oh, he's so fun. He's in it so much. He's like bumbling. There's I, probably 15 of those things that got cut out oh, of the yeah. movie, and that's the one that got left in. Yeah. yeah. I am also going to bet that he has more lines than Wendy. Oh, Smee? Yes. Right? Yes, has to. Has to. I'm going to make the claim. Yeah, I think that's true. I'm not going to count it. I'm going to do any I'm not going to do any work. I mean, I could just Google it in like 2 seconds, but I'm not going to. Do we think that's a Googleable thing though? I do. Okay. I do. I do. Okay. I will say, though, why are all the pirates wearing pink shirts? I love that. They're so festive. So much pink. All of them. Were they washing it with his red coat? Is yeah, that probably. the problem? <laughs> I like that theory. <laughs> I think that's the problem. But yeah, I love all the pirates. I love them all so much. And I'm so mad that he killed that one. I mean, um, and cut to the mermaids, right? Or no, they're all shooting at well, Wendy. Well, then they kill the okay. Wendy bird, you know, mm-hmm. which is a thing in the play, you know, and then whatever. So. Pink gets banished. Pink gets, oh my gosh, I wrote it down. She is charged with high treason, which I thought was pretty intense for. What struck me in that scene is how just fickle and unaware of consequences peter pan is yes he's oh. just like you're banished forever and they're like that seems a little harsh he's like all right a week <laughs> who cares whatever i also love that tinkerbell doesn't give a fuck in that scene uh-huh. he goes did you do it tank and she does her like little saunter and he goes guilty she admitted it like something <laughs> like that where yeah. he goes 
I can't believe it. Like, she just admits it. She goes, yeah, I did try and kill her. I hate that woman. And then looks shocked when she gets punished for it. I know. Yeah, but also I feel like, okay, this is the point where I realized jealousy drives the plot of this movie. And if Mm. you follow the through line of jealousy, Mm -hmm. every scene, when it goes, I mean, we start with it in the Darling's house, and Mm -hmm. it takes you all the way to the end of the movie. Female jealousy is like the juxtaposition between scenes. And this is what I'm talking about, about the through line of when do you truly not being a kid anymore because Mm -hmm. if she was a kid tinkerbell wouldn't have been jealous right because tinkerbell would have just been like running around with the lost boys like yes this is so fun i'm not interested in him at all and then all of a sudden she's out there like you know what thank you so much for i don't even know what it was she goes i'm gonna give you a kiss Mm -hmm. and tinkerbell's like what which well it was saving saving her life what? From, no, no, from no, falling no, no, on no, the rocks, no, 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 that's a different one. That's Tiger Lily. She this says when. in the beginning when her thing is sewn back on. Um, why does she? Why I she... wrote it down. I'm so happy. I'll give you a kiss. That's right, what Wendy like, says. Oh, for taking her to Neverland. Yeah, uh, that was why it was. Because I was mm-hmm. like, why does she want to give him a gift? She did him a favor. Yeah. So, anyways. But I think that that's all part of it, though, is like Wendy would be having a much better time in Neverland if she was truly a child, but she's Mm. not. And maybe that's why she can remember everything, because she was taken Mm -hmm. there when she was past her child Mm -hmm. innocence. Mm -hmm. Because if we think about it, too, it's why, like, when they do go to, like, the native peace pipe ceremony song thing, you know, she's like, like, the woman's like, you're not a kid. Go get firewood. Right. She's like, oh, like. Well, that's annoying, you know, and like she's being treated as different the entire time. And it's I don't think it's because she's a woman Mm -hmm. like a girl. I think it's because she's older than the rest of them. Yeah, I agree with that. So anyways. So then we're to the mermaids. Yes. They are bitches. Absolute nightmares. (laughs) And they're like the mean girls at the high school table. They really are. It's terrible. Also, again, Peter is a dick. He leaves Wendy stranded. I don't know why her pixie dust has suddenly faded so much, but mm-hmm. it has. Um, maybe because he banished Tinkerbell. Maybe. He's not around. So, but yeah, she's like really struggling. And then the girls are like, ah, excuse me, who's this girl? And like, obviously she's no threat to you guys. Also, Peter's not getting it. Why do they like so, him like, so much? I guess because he's the only suitable, ma- I don't know. They could p- totally do it with one of those pirates. So yeah. I don't know why... But mermaids hate pirates. That's like a thing. That's true. They might kill them. So yeah. I guess Peter's the only eligible bachelor because he's older than the rest of the lost boys. Mm-hmm. He went there in like a last ditch effort to not grow up. Yeah. So well, like he's the coolest kid in school. He is. He's like the Ferris Bueller of Neverland. Oh, okay. Is how I like to see him. I feel like he's like 15. No. That's how I always that read seemed, him. The boys mature later. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Because oh, we're thinking Wendy is like do. 12. I think Wendy is 12. I think Peter's 15, and that's why I think you're right. Peter went there as a last-ditch effort to not grow up, and I feel like he's like, I'm about to turn 16. I can't do this. I don't want to. Yeah, I agree. I'd put him right in that range. Like, he should be going into high school, but instead he just wants to stay and be, like, the definite coolest guy in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Billy Madison Um, of... Are you speaking from personal experience? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one. Look, I'm graduating next year, okay? (laughs) Get off my back about it. He does have a Caton's little softball shirt on. Wow. But. I had 46 home runs last year. (laughs) I crushed those girls. For the Catonsville middle school team. (laughs) Um, 
Which brings me also to, so obviously like, we made the Lost Boys for all this time period. And like, is Peter Pan a cult leader? Well, they're definitely all wearing the skins of animals. Yes, because they have a uniform. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that like cults like to do is they like to kind of put you in a uniform. And then you have to separate them from your family. Separate them from their family. Peter claims that he has no idea what a mother is. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fucking liar. And I also feel like he has been saying these kind of bullshit things for so long that he really believes them. Mm. Because when he first meets Wendy, he's like, yeah, I like to come here to listen to your stories. And she goes, but they're all about you. He goes, yeah, that's why I like them. And then I go home and I tell them to the lost boys. So I'm like, these are Wendy's stories that you've never heard before. So these haven't happened to you. And you're telling them to the lost boys as if they had. So it's like, that's very interesting. You're believing your own bullshit because it makes you feel good. And that's how you maintain this air of leadership. And it's like, he has the attention of all the women on the Island. And he also creates a joint enemy with Captain Hook. Oh yeah. Like, and then they all have this like just total vendetta against Captain Hook, which I don't even know why this feud started in the beginning. Hand the crocodile. He said, but what led to that fight? Great question. Great question, right? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Where's the backstory? What's the backstory? It's a real Triton Ursula situation. So I think that he is a cult leader. <laughs> he is. I, I I mean, he's very, I mean, he's obviously kind of like the Pied Piper type mm. of mm-hmm. fairy tale leading all the children away from their families. It's yeah. like a very scary It is kind of scary. Story. Mm-hmm. And he's like very charismatic and also... He's very narcissistic. Oh, yeah. Loves himself so much. Like, remember when he's like, Wendy, is that all you have to say? Everyone else thinks I'm wonderful. (laughs) Direct quote from the movie. (laughs) I feel bad. Apparently, Walt Disney was, like, not happy with the way that Peter turned out. He goes, he's a jerk. He is a jerk. Walt Disney was pretty upset about that. Um, so can we go to like the Native American camp? Yes, we so need to be there. Because what makes the red man happening red at the same time? Because the, basically, what happens is all this is happening at the same time. Hook captures Tiger Lily. Peter goes to the mermaids with Wendy, mm-hmm. and then while he's taking her out on their little date, the boys get captured because they're doing a thing they usually do, but this time it's real. But this time it's real. Yeah. And Turn first of all, loose. he's trying to kill Tiger Lily in one of my top five worst ways oh, to die. Oh, God. That would be awful. Just the tide slowly coming in on you. Okay. That's torture. What are the next top four? Being in that iron bull where they're burning you underneath. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are the other this three? Took such a weird turn. The <laughs> other three top ways to die. I couldn't. I literally was like, what are you asking us to list? <laughs> um, okay. What bull? You know how, like, they would put you in, like, an iron, inside of an iron bull and light a fire under it so it would heat up and, like, blister your skin and then you would die on the inside? Oh. And then the steam coming out of your body would make the bull, like, the, the steam coming out would make the noise of a bull. Ew, 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 ew. I mean, awful. really well-designed Torture device, device. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, what are we, drawn and quartered yeah. or is that too fast? To, like, be bad. Wow, that <sighs> seems like it sucks. Okay, so yeah. we'll put that up in the top five. Um, Burned at the oh stake. Oh, my gosh. I literally went I to the... Buried Alive would be... Oh, good time. one. Buried Alive. Good pull, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're on Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I did my research. Buried Alive. I was prepared Okay, for we have everything. one more. One more. I. God, I literally went to the Torture Museum, and I cannot think of 
anything. I mean, it has to be long. That's the thing. The stocks mm-hmm. would be really bad if you were like out in the sun in the stocks and like that starved. And we can close it out with with Caroline's big fear right now, which is the uh, <clears throat> so it's a device that think of like a two sided arrow with points on both uh-huh. sides that goes between your chin and your chest. So you have to sit like this. And so you can't bring your chin down, otherwise it's going to stab up into your chin because it's connected to like a Where did she see this? TikTok? <laughs> Probably. My goodness. I, I have no idea. Um, but then you just bleed out. Yeah. That's a rough one. That would be bad. All right. Uh, okay. So the What Makes the Red Man Red is the most insulting song in Disney history. Very insulting. All of it, the whole, just, yeah. The fact that they're all literally drawn with exactly the same, yeah, which is like different bellies and actually red skin, uh-huh. and they make jokes about seeing your mother-in-law mm-hmm. and jokes about getting married and about women, and somehow Thomas knows sign sign language, but John, John, yes, John, yeah, I, it's crazy. That yeah, the, it's really icky, and it's not good. Um, I don't even know what else. To say. I just like. It kind of sucks. And it's funny because when I was going into it, I was like, oh, well, like those, there's not that many of those scenes. And I was like, wow, this is actually a big part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it takes up more real estate than I thought it did. And I also thought about how, okay, so we were talking about the Tiger Lily dance earlier. And then we've had a lot of episodes about like over sexualizing mm-hmm. like ethnic groups. And I was thinking about how then they make her kiss Peter at the end of that scene. Yeah. Because I think she's clearly younger than Wendy. Do you think? I think so. Okay. I would put Wendy at 12 and I would put Tiger Lily at 11. I know that's like, doesn't seem like that much, but but like, I think that she's a year younger than Wendy. And then I think that that's also meant to be like, oh yeah, those native girls are like sexually active, like so much younger. Mm. Like, you know, and I think she's also kind of directly opposed to Wendy because like Wendy's like, I'm going to kiss you, Peter. And like, it's all very like, you know, coy and innocent and like, you know, She's trying to do this thing, but she like clearly doesn't know how. And for the way they portray it with Tiger Lily is that like she's done this before. She jumps right in. She jumps right in and she kisses Peter, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of does make me feel like this over sexualization of a character. And he turns bright red. Mm-hmm. He's like taken by her. Mm-hmm. That's how the red man became red. red. That is <laughs> according to this terrible song. <laughs> terrible song. <laughs> yeah, it's a bi- it's a really rough. But again, jealousy moves the plot right yeah. along because like Wendy storms off. Yeah, it's yeah, you're right. And then she's ready to go home. Yeah, you're right. Every decision in this movie is based <laughs> off of female jealousy. <laughs> I know it's crazy to me because then Hook makes his next move. And Smee is the most gentleman ever. He catches her in his hat and goes, I'm done. <laughs> what does he say? Beg your pardon, Miss Bell. <laughs> Best line of the movie, beg your pardon, Miss Bell, on our next tote bag. Oh, my God. I love Smee so much. But you're right. He makes the next move. He makes the next move also based on information that he receives about female jealousy. Because Smee says it directly. He goes, her tink's real jealous of Wendy. <laughs> like, oh, he goes, there's trouble brewing on the island. <laughs> Women trouble. <laughs> he literally says it. Yeah, and then he says, we should get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's ah! Smee's advice. Smee's like, we got to go, man. (laughs) Is that what you think about women jealousy? I want to get away from that every time. Oh, my God. I don't want to be Nobody wants to be involved in that. This is terrible. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's tricking her. 
He's yeah. tricking her. He's like playing on her insecurities. She starts crying. Mm-hmm. Little Tinkerbell is like wiping her eyes. And I'm like, it's so. I f- also, I forget that she can't talk. Yeah. Because for so like in this movie, because for so long now they have this new version of Tinkerbell mm-hmm. where she is a main character. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it was this, and she flew over the Disney castle and was like, ding. Yep. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I'd agree. Coming into this movie, I forgot that she doesn't have any actual lines at all. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have like an original yeah. person who played Tinkerbell because it's like an actual bell. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a museum now. I hope so. <laughs> I hope that so. bell. Um. But yeah, so Hook, I mean, he captures her and he like totally fucking bullshits her mm-hmm. and plays on her emotions, which is like really messed up because someone made a good point about this. They're like, you know, you can call the mermaids thirsty bitches and you can call Tinkerbell a crazy bitch because I think the mermaids, they want Peter but they would get it from anybody. I don't right. think they really have a whole lot of standards there. Yeah, no, no, no. But I think that Tinkerbell, she only wants Peter. She loves him. She loves She's him. She's very and dedicated to him. they also have a very him. toxic relationship. They really do. Um, and I think, and it's upsetting to me that, like, Peter Pan has the attention span of a teaspoon. And <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Or a 15-year-old boy. welcome. <laughs> no, don't, don't bring 15-year-old boys into this. There are some good 15-year-old boys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Nobody Just. jumps to the defense. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Jake. Oh my god. <gasps> um. But yeah, and then he finds out where Peter Pan lives, which also like the directions are also out of control. Um. And I also love that they. <laughs> did anyone else notice they have a Cannibal Cove on the island? Cannibal Cove? Yeah, Cannibal Cove is on the map. I did so not map. see that. That is that. distressing. Yeah, due north of Crocodile Creek. Oh. Um, well, it's also I like mean, a two-acre island. I mean, south. Okay, they also this act guy. like this island is a lot smaller than the map. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a Cannibal Cove. I don't want to go there. But they end up finding the tree. The hanging tree. The hang. <laughs> Hangman's tree. Yeah. Crazy. There's a lot of fucked up stuff on this map. There's a lot. Well, who are they hanging there? The I the don't. pirates that stole the treasure, yes? But what yeah, my, treasure? My assumption is yes, that is a pirate hangman's tree. Okay. But why would it be there, though, in the middle of the land? The pirate's hanging tree is typically, or the pirate's hanging station is usually on the edge of the island. As, so a, as a threat. As a threat to be like, pirates not be welcome here. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Maybe it's the cannibals. <laughs> um, cannibals hanging the tree. <laughs> I thought they liked them fresh, though. Not hung, right? Cannibals? Probably. <laughs> it's like I mean, you can hang yeah. them and take them down immediately. Okay. That's pretty fresh. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyways. So, <laughs> moving right along. This is where we get the worst song Maybe in Disney history. I just wrote, Mother's Song is so boring with capital O's. Very boring. It's terrible. The best part is when Smee lifts up his little belly shirt. It's actually (laughs) an insult to mothers, this song. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. the worst. Well, it's like there's one line where it's like, what makes a mother nobody knows is like the inside of a star. (laughs) It's like, I think we know exactly what stars are made of. And I also think... That we know what's in mothers. <laughs> I don't think that it's the same. <laughs> this big of a mystery. 
In the 50s. So. In the 50s. As we learned from Lion King, there's a lot of different opinions about what stars are made of. That's true. So Disney has their own opinions. Or maybe they were way ahead of their time and they were saying, look, we don't want to know what makes you a mother. It's more than just birthing a child. Okay. That's true. It's gas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but it I, implies heavily that men are uncivilized <laughs> without a woman in their life. I would agree with that. It really sh- this movie shits on dads <laughs> by by kind of ignoring them completely. And like even the kids, it shits yeah. on Peter and the lost boys. They forgot their moms. And Wendy shows up and she's wiping the like mm-hmm. Native American symbols off their faces and like let's sit down and read a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bananas. Yes. I agree. And also this, again, I'm going to repeat it again because it's my favorite line of the movie when they're like, I don't know what a mother is because obviously Peter stole them at such a young age. This is um, really, said, really distressing. I had a white rat once. And he goes, that's no mother. That's an insane <laughs> thing to think that a mother is a white rat. <laughs> I don't would, are they implying that that boy lived in like an alley did Peter start by taking orphans he's Thomas O'Malley <laughs> O'Malley the alley cat <laughs> I th- <laughs> yes I think that these boys were actually destitute which is also so sad that like this boy was like I literally had no when I thought a rat was my mom right puts a, quite a spin on it though are, yeah. they, are they victims or was he saving them? Was he saving them? Was he maybe maybe his is he escaping his parents or is he like Jack in the Newsies where I like I don't know I feel a very strong Newsy connection. Ooh, well, who <laughs> boy? <laughs> <laughs> you're really getting into it now. Now you're really talking about Jake's favorite. Movie. Now when. <laughs> Should they sing I Santa Fe? I do know Fe? more about it than if Katie does. If we're in does. Peter Pan, <laughs> when Don't should we sing? Don't talk about ruined Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I but if they're actually the going to sing Santa Fe during this movie, yes. at what point? <laughs> okay. They would sing Santa Fe after everybody leaves Peter's camp and is like, yeah, we're all going to go get mothers. And Wendy's <laughs> like, yeah, my mom will be all your moms. I'm like, I don't even think she's taking care of you. She's having a dog do the job. This is like the <laughs> like, end of 101 Dalmatians where they're yeah, just they're like, like, come yeah, back with sure. us. And they have their Dalmatian plantation. With nanny. Another nanny. Uh-huh. So, but I think that the Santa Fe song would come after Peter was abandoned by everyone he loved. Okay. <laughs> because it's kind of, as much of a dick as Peter is, like, it's kind of sad for him that, like, all of a sudden, everyone is swayed by this one person to be like, yeah, we hate Peter. And, like, maybe he did literally rescue them. And he's like, I'm your mom. Maybe I'm a bad mom, but I'm your mom. Santa Fe would definitely take on a different connotation in that in, the, in, in that arena, though. Because so. that's more of like a, you know what, Escape fuck you song. guys. I'm yeah. going to Santa Fe. Yeah, he would be like, you guys are wow, I hate Neverland now. I'm going to Santa Fe. <laughs> So then the bomb is sent. Crazy. <laughs> do pirates do bombs? 
Uh, I mean, he does because he cannot lay a finger or a hook oh. on Peter Pan. So okay. this is what he has to resort to. He doesn't like it. But he also doesn't like clocks. So how did he put that ticking clock in there without his PTSD acting up? Actually, I think he does like the clock in a way. It it makes him fearful, but it also helps him because now he knows when the crocodile is coming. Okay, I see. So it's so, like an alarm bell. Yeah. He's like, I hate the clock, but I also appreciate the clock because it's useful. Should put one of those on all the stingrays for Steve Irwin. <laughs> no. That no, no, no. was almost as much silence as your 15 year old boys aren't that bad comment. That was no. not funny. Put <laughs> one on every stingray in the world. A clock. Alright, start a GoFundMe. Oh my god. Listen, Steve has two children that I'm really concerned about with Oh their, my gosh, they're doing great. The stingrays aren't coming after him. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, learned is, they learned their lesson. They don't have it out for them. They learned their lesson. Come after the same family. Jaws 4 or whatever. Where the mayor is still in charge of that beach somehow. Somehow. take his authority Term limits. Can you imagine, like... If there was ever a better case for term limits. It's the mayor in Jaws. Uh, Get him off the beach. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so the bomb comes. The bomb. So the bomb comes. Tink sacrifices herself. She does. I don't know how she's alive. I don't know how she she's alive be. either. She should not be alive. Um, maybe pixies are more durable than humans. Okay. Or whatever like, the hell Peter Are they is. like cockroaches? I would imagine Peter's like a sprite. I don't know what a sprite is. He's got the ears going. He's got the ears going. He's some kind of high fae. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he is a fae. <laughs> He's for sure Faye. Uh, <laughs> Not quite Faye, Rob. <laughs> Zing. Woo! Um, I am confused, though, at why Pen- Wendy on this pirate ship is so sure Peter's going to come. Like, has she been watching the movie? <laughs> Does she? No, she you got to was- be real. She's been telling Peter Pan stories her entire life. Mm. She believes that Peter Pan is the ultimate hero. Even after this, mm-hmm. <laughs> I also think this might be the last shred of childhood innocence she has of like, hmm, I'm a young, privileged white girl. I'm not going to die in the movie. Like, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that that's her last privilege. Like, that's her last childhood thing of like, no, bad things don't happen Tink to people just died. like me. She's the slutty one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking throw her to the wolves. Right. I don't care what happens to her, but like. I think that it's not even quite a faith. I think she has faith in Peter because she has faith in the system that protects her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I think she's like, yeah, stories don't end this way because I, she's told enough of them. Like you're saying, Jake, she's told enough of them. She's like, there's always a happy ending. And the happy ending is certainly not Captain Hook winning the day. Right. <laughs> and she's so brave yeah. on that boat. Mm-hmm. I also love really the sound effects in this movie are really fucking good. I have got to say, like, I love the whole, like, and like, no splash, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) I need to understand, though. Like, nobody can just look over the side of the boat and see what's going on. They'll just move their ears towards the edge of the boat. It's like, well, maybe if you just take a look, you lazy bastard. (laughs) Also, they immediately go, the ship's bewitched. (laughs) Like, it's a ghost. I mean, pirates are notoriously superstitious. Notoriously superstitious. (laughs) Famously superstitious, one might say. I also, here's one thing. I've always wanted a boy to look at me the way that, like, 
Peter and Wendy look at each other and they're like, we got him. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about when he has her in his arms and they're like, mm, got him. You know? And they're like, we pull one over. Yeah. I cute. love that look. And it's that's the only redeeming quality Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Right then when he like mastered the plot. He's yes. like, I got it now. Um, but also, wait, the song before this, the pirates oh. say there isn't a boy who wouldn't enjoy working for Captain Hook when they were literally mutiny. In, I know. Like a like, minute ago. Right. These I guys need to have opinions. Yeah. Right. I don't, Pickle. I don't Pickle want them pirates. voting near me. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that the uh, the prize is a free tattoo for joining on Captain Hook's crew. And it's got to be the word mom yeah. somewhere. <laughs> they somewhere. all have the word mom. That's crazy. <laughs> the fox boy has white rat <laughs> on his chest and heart. <laughs> I love that they made him the fox, too. Like, he's sly, but he's not he's even He's not idiot. sly he's at all. Idiot. He's the dumbest one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Michael's teddy bear is so cute. I can't get over it. Also, I like that he put a cannonball in it. Oh, yeah. I always love that. And it comes back around. <laughs> if you put a cannonball in a bear and it's act one, it's got to come back and by act three. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's not like Game of Thrones that just threw out the plot. They get to the last season and they're like, well, well, nobody, at, nobody in this room has magic powers to swap faces at all. <laughs> Um. <laughs> exactly. Is so, that one of the like most important ignored plot lines in the history of like, plot lines? It has history to of be. television. It has I mean, to be. Just didn't come back. At also, all. no. The Such fact a that useful thing to do. Also, the fact that Jon Snow was a Targaryen doesn't come back at all. Wait, what? Well, I mean, they used it throughout the series. They though. used the it, whole face swapping thing. They never brought it back. You're right. It was, it was like, like hey, she did one. She, she learned how one to do this super cool thing. Yeah, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but. did she finish killing off her list with that? Not even. She got the Snow King at the end with her own face. But then that guy became the Russian guy in the prison in Stranger Things. So it's okay. Wait, what? The guy who trains Arya to swap faces is the guy in jail in Stranger <gasps> Things. Yeah. With Hopper. I knew he looked familiar. I know. With it's Hopper. the nose. <laughs> He's got a nose. As do most. Oh, my goodness. He's the one with the nose. <laughs> He's got a cute, fluffy well, that's hat. certainly not Vecna. So. He's got a rule on Gary Vecna and Voldemort are, like, Voldemort. related, correct? <laughs> they love a snake face. <laughs> so... <laughs> So back to Peter Pan. Okay. <laughs> We're in this final kind of scene. There's a lot going on. The Lost Boys are fighting the pirate crew. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember where Wendy is at this point. She's, I don't. She's, she's like off to the side. with Michael kind of off to the side keeping. No, him. Michael is up in the crow's nest. Oh, she's in the crow's nest. Is she? Yes. Okay, she is. So they're all fighting. Peter and Hook Have are a going mono-e mono. it. Yeah. And then Hook makes a good point. He goes, Wow, you're like talking pretty big smack for a guy who can fucking fly. He goes, fight me like a man. Yeah. And Peter says, okay. With a dagger, though, versus sword and Peter a hook. Peter has a actual dagger. Like, that's so it. So small. That teeny. thing is like what I carry into strange houses. Right. To protect myself. Look, it's not the size of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> not the size of the dagger. <laughs> no. <laughs> So then they, and and like he promises, he goes, yeah, I'll fight you like no flying. Just like you said. And Wendy's like, don't do it. He's tricking you. He's tricking you. It's like, I don't know if he's tricking him. He's. (laughs) She is from London, right? (laughs) 
Don't do yeah. it. Hey, you guys just you. made her from South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He's tricking you. <laughs> Sorry to all our South Carolina listeners. <laughs> <laughs> He's tricking you like a pig that just ate on the 4th of July. <laughs> I'm trying to do like a county fair thing. Like maybe the pig's tricking them into thinking it's heavier than it is. Mm. Ooh, okay. Some He's pig. tricking you <laughs> like a pig wearing a diamond collar. Because diamonds are diamonds heavy? Diamonds are heavy? Well, no. It's because pigs don't normally wear diamonds. <laughs> I, was I think, think that was the gag. No, mine no. was that they're heavy. No, I followed your logic. Shut I followed your up. logic. <laughs> Okay, so (laughs) do you believe in magic? Go ahead. (laughs) Peter is like a pig in diamonds right now. He Uh. is just fighting for his life. Captain Hook gets his little dagger right in his little hook, and that is also a very cool piece of animation. I like that the image of the hook in the dagger. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty vivid memory in my head. I know. I don't know why because I was like, "How did that happen? How did that happen?" So, anyways. Because he's real good at grabbing things with that hook. That's how you know it's been a while. What? Been a while. <laughs> that's how you know. I'd like everybody to know that's just everyday life <laughs> for me. Any any time. Speaking of the says Fourth of July, we were a nightmare. We were a nightmare at that party. It's been <laughs> a while. <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> One week since I got the hook. This <laughs> episode is for no one. Um, so then Peter pulls a move that makes no sense at all. He's got a mm-hmm. literal sword pointing against his chest, and somehow he jumps up and around Oak and gets a flag and ties it around him. Yep. Like, how did he even get the bandwidth to do that? He's got a knife in his chest. He's got the Jolly Roger tied up. Doesn't on make him. any sense. So he ties Hook up. And again, Peter's sense of punishment is so out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the courtroom? Where's the jury in this island? Say you're a codfish and (laughs) all's forgiven. (laughs) I'm a codfish. (laughs) I'm a codfish. (laughs) So he says he's a codfish. And then all the kids are like, Hook's a codfish! Hook's a codfish! Hook is a codfish. And then the Rufio happens. You mean Peter? No, he calls like a rooster. Oh, <laughs> he definitely does. You're exactly calls right. Calls like about a that. rooster. He does. I love that they bring that to the um, to the table. Robin Is that Williams. The first version. time he had done it, the entire movie. Yeah, like the Disney version. That was his first rooster call. Mm. It's because he didn't have his little pan flute. <laughs> Normally, he's like, yeah, and then we couldn't do that. So now. <laughs> You're like rooster. Edie playing the trumpet. <laughs> 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 I love the pan flute. It's one of my favorite instruments. It's named after him. Ah. <laughs> I made that Don't up. listen to her. <laughs> I think it's named after the mythical creature Pan. Pan. Yeah, but where is Peter Pan named after? <laughs> Let's all talk about that. Is it named after the mythical creature? The pan, the yeah, the pan. Yeah. The flute? Pan plays it, it and, lures, after... and lures kids. Oh, I thought it was named after Panama. And then Peter Pan, right, has to be like a direct like story. It's like somebody writing the book Percy Jackson. Like he's Perseus, mm. but they like change all the things. Okay. Same with Peter Pan. He's after Pan, the mythical creature. I, I believe you. I just, I thought it was named after Panama. 
Okay. The Pan Pipes, or Pan Flute, derives its name from the Greek god Pan, who is often depicted to be holding the instruments. All right. cool. And then Peter Pan is doing the same thing, playing and luring children. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, author is... It is amazing, fun. though, how Katie just put her fingers to her temples and came up with that fact. <laughs> she was like, hang on a second. Hold uh, on. It's to okay, me. here it is. It's coming to me. <laughs> Let me just take this envelope out of my bag. <laughs> um. <laughs> Why is it an envelope? So, but yes, you are correct. Doing the old Johnny also. Carson bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Open the envelope on the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> my God. He hasn't done this in a while. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so get to the end of this movie. Yeah. Or do we want to get to the crocodile is actually eating Captain Hook at this point? Oh, and my favorite. Again, the sound effects are so good. So again, he gets dumped in the water. All the pirates in the water. Peter fucking steals his ship. Mm-hmm. Flies it away. And Captain Hook is being attacked by this crocodile again. And then he's doing all this comedy with his legs. And then splits. he splits. Lots of splits. Him. Lots of splits. That man is limber. Limber. And then he had a lot of time to do yoga snapped. on the boat. <laughs> and then he sends him flying. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite little bits. And is that like after him in the in, rowboat. In the rowboat. And he's going, eh, 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 eh. In the water like a ski do, and Smee. Now he could be on the crew team. <laughs> he could row Olympic crew for sure, <laughs> for the British or for the Neverlandians. So Norway. Oh my gosh, he has <laughs> he has no ties to Neverland. He hates that place. He wants to leave immediately. And pirates are British, yeah, or Spanish or French. Or Portuguese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we should get him out there wrong crew for uh, Dr. Goodall. We're a pirate. <laughs> we get him all oiled up and wrong crew for Tonga. Yeah. God, I'd love an oily smee. <laughs> Halloween's That's what coming I up. That's quote of the day right there. I love an oily smee. <laughs> That's what I should have called the cocktail, yeah. the oily smee. <laughs> Because of the rainbows. Ca- the, that would be it, a much grosser cocktail. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When the sherbet melts with everything, it kind of looks like an oil slick. And it separates. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dove soap is separates. the only thing we can do to save it. Okay. So it's the end. They're flying off in a golden ship. In a golden Here's ship. Here's what I need to know. All these kids are with them mm-hmm. going back to London. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long they've been on the island. Mm-hmm. We don't know where they are from mm-hmm. in the world. Because they're all definitely not all from London. Those accents we, are all over the place. We do know they're all white. So at least at this time <laughs> in history, they'll be accepted in most places. I just need to understand where are they going? I don't think Do they find their parents? Are they going to an orphanage? They're going to the Dalmatian plantation. Okay. We discussed Perfect. This. I don't think it matters, right? Because isn't like time essentially stands still when you're in Neverland. In your Neverland, but, but does their parents it. are growing. Their parents are growing older. No. But why? No, no, no. What I'm saying is when you enter Neverland, the world outside of that basically stops. So you could be in there for a year and come out, and it's right where you left it. Yes. Here's the thing. The I think it theory. slows down, but I don't think it stops. No, no it stops completely. Yeah. Okay, it's just but it slows down. significantly slower. So if the, even if those kids have been in there for years, it could be a week. Okay. I agree with that. You'd be like, I, where the hell have you been? <sighs> so wait, just that family slows down or the whole Earth? Because then oh, you're saying the whole Earth has slowed down, uh, or just Narnia's time is off. 
feel like you're getting too deep into this, but yes, the <laughs> I'm really <laughs> concerned about these children. I would say if you're going to look at it that way, I would say that um, Neverland is moving much, much faster than everything else. So it's not that Earth slows down when somebody enters Neverland. It's that when you enter Neverland, everything that's happening there is happening so fast relative mm. to <gasps> Earth. Because it sucks your age. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The island uh-huh. is it lives off it. Yeah, it's using your age to live, and therefore you don't age, but the island does. So Neverland's the real bad guy. Ah! It's like Lost. <laughs> <laughs> never. Spoiler seen it. alert. What? Ne- no, I actually. How many never polar saw bears it. are in Neverland? <laughs> What's the Fibonacci? Well, I don't know because Fibonacci's there, number. There could be some because there are rhinos and hippopotami, grizzly bears, grizzly bears. We all know Cannibal Cave. Has can- Cannibal, some... Cove. <laughs> Cannibal Cove. Cove, Jake. Cannibal you swine. Um, um, but yes. So, okay, but also, is it all a dream? No. You don't think it's a dream? I That's don't. That's not what Biggie says. <laughs> it was all a dream. Uh, and he's dead, so. <laughs> is that why? Was he trying to reveal the secret? Oh, my God. What is wrong Peter with Pan that, Was it Hook? Him. <laughs> I know. No. Biggie. It was Hook. No, it was definitely Peter Pan. Are you <laughs> kidding me? It was Suge Knight. <laughs> but no. Is everybody like, always trying to pin it on Suge? They're kind of like in the bedroom. <laughs> and erase that from the podcast so I don't get murdered. <laughs> it was not Suge Knight. I yeah, like him. Suge is definitely coming for us. <laughs> With our five listeners. Hi, Miss Krista. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing that makes it makes me think it's not a dream is the clouds. Okay. And because they get back in the nursery, the mom is like, my, my fears have been realized. My daughter's gone out mm-hmm. of her bed. Right. And then she really, she, she's just by the window. Mm-hmm. Sleeping on the reading nook. Sleeping in the reading nook. And right. then she sees that the clouds are going by and it is a ship. And let me tell you. The cloud ship gave me nightmares as a child. That was the scariest part of the movie for me. <laughs> what? I swear. The I re- golden ship. I, I don't clouds. think that was supposed to be scary. It was to me. <laughs> because I don't know if you remember. This is so dumb. I don't. You do remember our parents' bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can't believe you started it that way. I even I don't remember know your remember. parents' bathroom. Parents still bathroom. there. parents bathroom there's like the two little windows and like yes. they never had curtains on the windows in any room of the house yeah, in at any all. room of the house nope. i'm following that now apparently in my life uh-huh. um but i used to literally i would be in that bathroom and i would be like if i could see the moon out of it i would be like the ship's coming like it's coming and is it because you didn't want to go to neverland or you were like concerned about these boys assaulting you what is happening in this <laughs> scenario wasn't any of that i just like I didn't like the idea of it. A floating ship. Okay. Floating ships. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, that's anyway. Are these clouds, I'm trying to picture them, are they cumulus? Are they... I would say more strato. Okay. <laughs> Good. More stratonimbus. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely got body and shape, but they're wispy. Got it. They're in the um, low atmosphere? <laughs> yeah. They're in the, tro- the Kardashian of clouds. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the troposphere. Is that it? Is that the low one? But anyways, I was afraid of them. But I also think it's... Okay, here's what I think I was actually afraid of. Mr. Darling's reaction to the cloud. Because he goes, Hoo. And you remember his eyes get real big? Yeah. And he has, like, his mouth goes into, like, a little tiny O. Oh, it's like he's he's been drinking it's all like night, It's like he's though. been He's been drinking. Yeah. 
Um, so you mistook his like childhood whimsy coming back for absolute some form fear. Of terror. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and that's what I think is interesting, though, is that did he go to Neverland? Yes, yeah, I definitely. do. Be- How did he get back? Like everybody else did. I think Peter took him. I think come back. I think that if you have a family and you choose to go back, Peter's like, okay, if you're a boy. I think that he wanted Wendy for more than I think he wanted her to be kind of like taking care of the whole situation. He wanted her to be a housemaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that if a like he obviously gets kind of pissy about it, but I also think that it is possible to escape. Or maybe Peter just came to him in his room. But I, th- I think he went to Neverland because he knew the ship. Is that maybe okay? Oh, and that's how long the ship has been there because Mister Darling is old. Yeah, I was going to say was that his first take, and he took him back, and then Peter regretted it, and then he went and took a whole <gasps> bunch more. So maybe it's only been a gap of like thirty to forty years, and maybe that's why he keeps coming back to the Darling house to check in on him. And then because he had he knows kids. him, but why he, wouldn't he want the boys? He just wants to, that was their first baby. That was the first baby. Okay, so that's the one he's connecting with, right. and also it's the one that talks about him the most. And also, did Mrs. Darling get all of her Peter Pan stories from her husband? Yeah, she had to. She had to. Yeah, when they were first dating, it Mm -hmm. was like his thing to talk about. Or maybe, (laughs) wait, wait. Did Mr. Darling get the stories from his dad? Is this like a family that he's been tracking for a bit? I I think this is really just supposed to be... uh, a, a story and a fantasy. That's I, so I don't. I don't think it's real. I. I don't think. <laughs> really, Neverland. What, what I mean is within the within their world. I don't think it's real. I think it is a story that's been told over generations. I think it feels real. I think the fact that they use the same voice for oh. the dad and Captain Hook. I think that is meant to tell you that this is a dream. So it's got like a real Oz. It's situation. an Alice in Wonderland type. Yeah, I think it's a very similar situation to Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, so she was asleep. And honestly, I think you're supposed to question for years because it's been how long since that movie came out, and we're still talking about it. I think you're supposed to question for years: was it real or was it a dream? So it's like they play. It's a very good balance to like when Dorothy wakes up and she's like, "And you were there, and you were there, and you were there," because they were Mm -hmm. like the Tin Man and the Lion and whoever. But this one, we're not sure. I think the lines are a little blurred, but I do think that. The reuse of the voice actors does make me question that a little bit more because also who is the person who is like the villain in Wendy's life who's making her go into adulthood? It's the dad. So obviously that's going to be the villain in her story. And I think that if we're talking really deep about this, then the fight between Peter Pan and Hook is the fight between wanting to stay young and free and having to grow up eventually yeah it's the leaving the nursery yeah that's that's the whole struggle and so it's wendy's subconscious it's her dream is yeah and you think it's her dream yeah and i think also that you know that's why at the end she can make her own decision of like you know what i am ready i am ready to leave the nursery you know because i think that's the and take away that is we're meant to have is that like it is okay to grow up but it's also okay to have fun in your childhood you know and i think that both can exist at the same time we're like that's the whole point of peter pan that like you can still have a childhood whimsy about you 
and also grow up and do cool things, you know? The fact that you said that statement right <laughs> as I watched Allie doodle a heart on her paper. <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, you can be a grown-up and do grown-up things and still have childhood whimsy. Oh, look at my <laughs> paper. Like, You're cheating off of me. on her paper. Well, yeah, I think that that's maybe the whole point of Peter Pan is like both can exist at the same time. And like just because you're growing up doesn't mean you also can't have a, I don't know, a childlike sense of wonder and you can't have a good time. Right. It's also the end point of like Mary Poppins where he's like, yeah, I can be a banker and also like fly a kite. Right. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. So are we toasting to somebody? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's going first? I mean, you know I'm going to toast Smee. Of course. You know I'm going to toast Smee. <clears throat> My chair keeps just going down. I know. Wait. <laughs> we put the screws in that what? one together. It's right? the same chair. No, it happens every week. <laughs> it does. And you see me. My hands are up here. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Hands up. Don't shoot. <laughs> so I have got to toast Smee because I think he's – so funny so good he's so pointless in the story Mm. and he also one of my favorite parts that i kind of forgot about is when they're in the cave and tiger lily is literally drowning and the thing that's me wants most in the world is to like not have tiger lily drown he goes yep just get her out of the water i love this i told you in the beginning i don't like this and then when peter pan comes in he goes, oh, it's Peter Pan. And he's like so excited to real see him. Boy. He's uh. a real fan of Peter Pan. And I <laughs> love that. I think it's so funny. It's such a good touch. And I just think the character of Smee makes the entire movie so lovable, even through all the racist bullshit. Cheers. 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 All right, producer. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess I'm going to toast the... Uh, seagull's ass (laughs) (laughs) no i am uh as i said in the beginning i'm i'm gonna toast uh mr darling Mm. because i just i I really felt what he was going through in the beginning of this movie um the kids are screaming (laughs) causing a ruckus he's got this really important meeting nobody understands his pain they're all just living in their own world off his dime and uh oh. yeah. right, uh that's my that's my toast. Okay, and, uh, so I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to toast Mrs. Uh, Darling. Who was late for the recording cuz they were busy at a busy business meeting. <laughs> I'm a busy businessman <laughs> with busy business to do. I hope your work listens to this. <laughs> I hope. Um no, but just because of that, I'm going to toast Mrs. Darling because she is trying to keep her cool and yeah. keeping her cool while dealing with the dog and the kids that she's dealt with all day and did not lose her temper and protecting them and protecting them and protecting her husband while he gets ready for this work thing all like while not messing up her updo yeah so like it's a really big situation because if she doesn't show up looking good Uh at this work meeting that's going to be worse for him than if he shows up looking bad also i want to say too that like it's very interesting because i think she's like you think this is crazy like, they're getting ready to go to bed right now. Yeah. This is not even the craziest like, they let are them jump at on any their bed. point in the you day. You have other cufflinks. I think that's also why she's, like, so cool about it. She's like, I've seen way worse. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know what kind of magic eraser she had for that. Uh, Wendy brushes that it shirt off, front, right? <laughs> no, the mom oh, does. The mom does? Uh, yeah, that was okay. amazing. Yeah. It's a mother's touch. Yeah. Well done. Well, cheers All right. to her. Cheers, cheers to, to her. her. Cheers. <laughs> and also that random mom that makes Wendy go get wood in the Native American. Wow, <laughs> I love get her firewood. I. <laughs> Love her. She's like, I can't party with the boys because I gotta, I gotta make sure this baby on my go back. Out. I'm walking around with this baby. That's who I was really gonna toast before Jake was super condescending. <laughs> before Jake ruined it. You brought me on for a reason, okay? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Our listeners crave the male perspective. <laughs> Charles, where are you? <laughs> Our Mr. Krista. Yeah, there are two male listeners. All right. Well, I think we did it. I think we talked about it. I think we got it done. Okay. <laughs> so if you're going to... Glad you think. <laughs> all right. Let's all... Okay. We're going to promo for the promo one Disney movie we think everybody should watch this oh. week. <gasps> the Black Gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to steal Jake's. I'm going to recommend The Three Caballeros. Okay. It is so good, and the little parrot is my icon on Disney Plus, and I love him. And the it's like a little sketch show mm-hmm. in itself. Like it's just all these little tiny stories, and I love it. And my favorite one is obviously the penguin. Yeah, it's like this little penguin is too cold for the North Pole. Yeah, poor guy. Frozen stole from it. Obviously, <laughs> I think that the snowman is based off of the penguin. Olaf? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. But yeah, I think if you're going to cozy in for an old school Disney movie, and you, this is one a lot of people haven't seen, so The Three Caballeros is really good. Okay. That's it. Do you have one, or you need me to go first? Uh, no, I can go. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, <clears throat> so, it's, it, you know, I, I want to mention one first. It's not a Disney movie, but when all this talk about penguins has made me think of Scamper the Penguin. What is that? Highly recommend it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So go on and get Scamper the Penguin. Um, Disney movies. I'm going to go ahead and steal Katie's and say Newsies. <laughs> really? Not kidding. One of... I I don't like a lot of musicals, um, but that one is really high up on the list. Hmm. Um, that's an awesome, awesome movie. And uh, highly recommend it. Mm, agreed. It's interesting because I'm also going with a people movie, what Ooh. some people call live action. Um <laughs> Like the Lion which, King, which noobs, the new Lion King, noobs the call live action, but a everybody knows movie. it's a people movie. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, classic people movie. <laughs> Not Disney though, so that's fine. Um, no, I'm gonna in the same vein of Peter Pan. I think Swiss Family Robinson <gasps> is. A oh, I gem. love that movie. And, I mean, it has the same kind of like weird mm-hmm. pirate mm-hmm. shit, and like the same like girl boy, like the whimsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very whimsical. And then mm-hmm. the great tree house and then like the family booby trapping the island together and meeting a random girl dressed up like a boy. Riding so ostriches, fun. like maniacs and zebras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she gets like lost on her little um it's so good. I love I'm gonna watch that. Where yeah. did they get those animals? Did they, they, like they, a ship crash the boat, or something? Yeah, the boat okay, and they yeah. were like in the zoo cages on the boat yeah. and they're like You know what? Good question though. Where did the film crew get those and were they actually writing them? Yeah, because they were writing them. This uh, was yeah. old Did someone school. really write an ostrich? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was no like special effects. I was going to say because there no. wasn't. Standards and practices was real loose back in the day. And I'm telling you, one now of you my. You can't f- even use a cat. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> One of my favorite scenes is when like half the family's home mm-hmm. in the treehouse and they're mm-hmm. playing Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas <laughs> yeah, tree. Okay. And then the brother like walks up with the girl on the zebra and they're mm. like all reunited on Christmas mm. Eve. So I, it's a Christmas movie, really. <laughs> Like Harry Potter. It's right up there with Die Classic Hard. Christmas like Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> you should start calling oh that your favorite my. Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> family Robinson. Robinson. We should have know? a movie night where we watch Christmas movies, but not a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so Die Hard, Harry Potter, and Swiss, Swiss Family, family Robinson. Robinson. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. But like movies that have a Christmas scene. Yeah, an iconic uh-huh. Christmas scene. Yeah, good one. A really fucking good one. <laughs> okay, well you can find on that note, you can find us anywhere, um, all the social medias, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. What's the other one? Instagram. We mm-hmm. have a patron for as little as one dollar a month. You can get little bits of extras. Mm-hmm. When's mm-hmm. that TikTok coming out? Never. <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable about TikTok. <laughs> I thought about it, and then I was like, but I have to put on makeup to do that. And usually I do yeah. the social media posts in the morning from my bed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to do Wanna Go Wednesday for us on I'm TikTok. too busy producing this podcast. Oh, busy do. business. <laughs> I'm a busy businessman. <laughs> it says it right on his LinkedIn. He's a busy businessman. That's what man. his business card says. I'm a busy businessman on my business card. <laughs> Everybody recommended against it, but I said no. That's what I'm going with. And I got the fancy paper, the thick paper. (laughs) Uh, Bone. Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) American Psycho. A people movie. Uh, The (laughs) classic people movie. (laughs) Okay. And and cut. No. Uh, We love you, and we want you to never forget that well-behaved women don't dine at cannibal cove no they don't and they rarely make history goodbye goodbye bye listening to her story on the rocks we are independently produced by 1986 entertainment and proudly recorded in baltimore maryland if there's a woman in history you would like us to cover you can email us at herstoryontherocks at gmail.com you can also message us on twitter or instagram we post all of our cocktail recipes on tuesdays so that you can go get all the supplies you need and drink along with us see you next week bye